Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 214, 214, baby. Welcome back. Thanks for whacking me in your ears. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here with you. We're going to spend some solo time together today. We're going to talk about a hot little topic I've been thinking a lot about uh, because I'm planning the next big thing that's going to happen inside of Warrior School. And I just had to talk about it with you. I just have to. I think it's really important. So we're going to talk about that. I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet. Uh, But first, we're going to catch up. Let's catch up. I have a hot tea here with me. Grab yourself a hot beverage or cold beverage or let's head out on a walk together or maybe we're driving in the car whatever we're doing let's spend some time together and you know I always ask you what's going on what's going on in your world how are you how are you uh and feel free to let me know. Always let me know. Email me, DM me, voice message me. I like to know what's going on in your world. Uh, Also, I'm going to do a QA and a episode coming up soon. So I would love to know, do you have any questions? If you do, send them to me email, DM, voicemail, whatever platform, however you want to serve them up to me, uh, let me know. I'm starting to make a list of questions for a Q&A episode. I love doing them. I really love doing Q&A episodes. So help me out. Uh, send me a few. All right. What's going on? Well, I just got back from Nashville, Tennessee uh, two days ago. We went to Nashville on Friday for four days for Confidently Ever After. This was our second CEA uh, event this year. The first one was Down Under in my motherland, Australia, in May. The second... Uh, stop on our tour was CEA Nashville. So that's where we were. We flew there on Friday morning and I ran confidently ever after in Nashville or just outside of Nashville in Franklin uh, on Saturday. And then we spent all Sunday exploring Nashville. Then Monday we worked uh, (laughs) at the hotel Cousin's like, don't tell people that we worked on Monday. Tell them that we did all of this really cool, fun stuff. And we did really cool, fun stuff while we were there. But on Monday, we had a bunch of work that we had to do. So we spent uh, most of the day at the hotel working. And then we were meant to fly out early Monday afternoon. But our flight got delayed by many, many, many hours. And so we got to spend many, many, many hours at the airport 
everyone's favorite thing to do. <laughs> uh, but that meant I got some cool work done and I got a head start on this next big thing that I am planning for Warriors School. But I just want to talk a little bit about the weekend, uh, about CA. Uh, so let's just say it didn't go to plan. Uh, and does anything really go to plan in life? Uh, not exactly to plan. Um, and that's happened quite a bit this year. The Australian one didn't go quite to plan. My Unleash Your Dark Side photo shoot didn't go to plan because I got deathly ill uh, on the day before I was meant to do the photo shoot. Uh, CEA in Nashville, well, she didn't go to plan either. <laughs> and uh, So on Saturday morning, we woke up. We actually went to a really cool uh, live music show on Friday night called, uh, it was at the listening room. And what they do there is they bring in uh, a lot of the songwriters. So the, the people that write the, the songs, the famous songs, the country music songs. And there was three guys sitting up on stage. And what they do is they tell the story behind uh, uh, the song that they wrote and then they sing the song uh, and they kind of go down the line. And so we spent a couple of hours with these really cool uh, male uh, songwriters. But that meant we got home quite late. Uh, we didn't get to bed until well after 11. Uh, and that's way past my bedtime, even though that's about 9 p.m. Vancouver time. We got up on Saturday morning and our plan was to go to Whole Foods, get something to eat, buy all of the, the fluids, the beverages, the snacks that I wanted to have for my women uh, for over the day, you know, in between uh, our content and training and before they had lunch and to support them, you know, and their energy into the afternoon. So that was our plan. So we went there. Uh, and they didn't have a lot of the stuff that we wanted. They, they didn't have any of their breakfast stuff, uh, no hot stuff. The, their coffee counter was closed. So <laughs> we got what we could, uh, you know, a bunch of coconut waters and some, you know, some snacks and fruit and then we went looking for something to eat. I needed to eat breakfast and I needed a coffee. <laughs> it was like 8, 8.30. Uh, and so we found this place that was recommended uh, to us by someone. And it was terrible. It was so bad. The food was bad. The coffee was bad. And it actually took us a long time to find it. We got lost. And it was this whole big thing. By the time we got back to the hotel, it was time to go and... I wanted to get to uh, the event space nice and early so I could set up and settle in. But because of that morning, uh, things just didn't go to plan. We were running a little bit behind schedule. We weren't going to be late, but I was only there, you know, 10, 15 minutes early, not 30, 40 minutes early. <laughs> so uh, halfway there, 
So we're driving. It's about a 20, 25 minute drive. Halfway there, I realize that I have forgotten the workbooks. (laughs) They are in the top of my suitcase back in the hotel in Nashville. And I'm just like, F. And for about three minutes, I was really angry with myself, really overwhelmed, really frustrated, really upset. Uh, I was so mad that I had forgotten. So this meant that Carson had to go back and get them. So we arrived at the event space, we started to set up and uh, he then soon left to go back, (laughs) to put him back in an Uber to go back to get the workbooks. This meant that my The plan I had for the day had to change. We were going to do some workbook content work in the morning and then train, have lunch and then do our acts of confidence in the afternoon. But I had to change the plan. So we actually trained straight away and then Carson got back, you know, halfway through the training session with the workbooks and it was just pouring rain. Uh, Oh, I just love him. I love him so much. He's helped me so much this year in my business. He's helped me. He helped me in Australia. And, you know, he he's there to support and help me set up and to film, mostly to film uh, the event. So that means we missed, you know, filming the welcoming and filming the start of the training. I kind of gave it a crack, but of course I'm, you know, want to be present in the session with the women training. Anyway, we got the workbooks. We had this very cool training session in the morning time. Then we started to do all of our work on confidence. uh, And that was really the theme of this event. One, it was about connection and being in a room full of other, you know, powerful women. And the second part was all around creating our confidently ever after, uh, building confidence in the gym and everywhere else uh, in our lives so we can uh, live and achieve our vision uh, and create our confidently ever after. And then my warriors did some acts of confidence in the afternoon, which uh, was really cool. And I'm not sure if there's a lesson in that. Uh, (laughs) I think kind of a theme for this year has been around this idea of really making sure that we feel confident in the skill of adapting and modifying our plans and our strategies because things won't go to plan. And if we have, one, the energy and the resiliency and the capacity, the bandwidth to be able to to deal with that, that's really essential and important. And two, We need the skill of being adaptable, being flexible, uh, letting it go if it hasn't gone to plan. (laughs) So it was a fantastic day, uh, very powerful, and I can't wait to do the last, uh, the last tour stop is here in, in the hometown, Vancouver which is in a couple of weeks time. But it was a bit it was a very full 4 days and we didn't arrive home until about 12 12:15 a.m. on Monday night and only got 5 hours of sleep. And then I had a huge day yesterday, but I 
it was full of all of the things that I love to do. I had a lot of one-on-one coaching calls with the Warriors and I recorded two really cool podcast episodes with Madison, uh, who's the gut goddess, and Jesse, who's uh, from Fertility Charting. They were very cool conversations, three hours, like 90 minutes each. Uh, I just love, I love what I do. Uh, And then today I've been podcasting all day. So I've also been planning our next big thing that's going to happen inside of Warrior School, and that is Warrior Queen 2.0. So we uh, ran our first Warrior Queen challenge at the start of this year from January through to March. It was a three-month challenge, and it was all around building confidence at the bar. So it was heavily focused on uh, PRs and building the squat, deadlift, and pull-up and building the confidence within those three movements. Also the confidence to progress and push hard in their training. And I've spoken about it a thousand times on the podcast. Uh, I've also gotten uh, a lot of the warriors on to talk about it. And I knew that I wanted to run it twice in a year, but I, so I actually love coming up with a cool experiences, cool ideas, cool challenges. It really turns me on uh, the creative part of me. So about four or five months ago, when I knew I wanted to run the second one in September, I started to think about the idea or the concept, uh, the theme, the mission, I guess, uh, for Warrior Queen 2.0. And I want to just, I want to talk to you about it. We're not going to go too deep into it because I'm still uh, marinating in it. I'm still fleshing it out. I'm still planning it. But some really cool things have come out of uh, me thinking about this idea um, or this concept over the last, you know, four or five months. And I want to share it with you. Uh, I think it can be, I think it's going to be really uh, helpful when it comes to your training, planning your training and especially for the next four months. We've got four months left. What is it? Yes, it's the middle of August. So we have four months left in the year. I am going to talk about how we can play to win for the rest of the year. I'm going to talk about this idea of playing to win. uh, And I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions at the end of the episode. So thinking about Warrior Queen 2.0, I was thinking about, okay, why are we doing it? What's the mission? What's the purpose? What's the intent? So in order for me to create, come up with an idea or a concept or a mission or an experience, I have to really start to pay attention to what I'm hearing, uh, what I'm seeing, and I have to start researching and looking outside of the box. So I start reading Uh, more different types of books. I start paying attention to uh, what maybe some other companies or brands that are outside the health and fitness industry, what they're doing to start to get my creative juices flowing. So one of the things that I started to do was start to really, really listen 
and take note of what was coming up in all of our coaching calls. Now, it's not that I don't listen any other time. I do listen, (laughs) but I'm listening through the lens of thinking about the challenge or the idea or the event that I want to run. And so for the last four or five months, I've been listening for ideas around Warrior Queen and for our end of year event. And I've also got our topic for our end of year event, which is in December. And so I really start to listen. And what I do is I start to pull out themes that I'm hearing from these conversations that I have with my women. So all of my women, they get two calls with me a month. And then we do group coaching calls or teaching calls inside of Warrior School. So I start to listen. I start to take notes of things that I'm hearing, things that are coming up. And then I go outside of the health and fitness space to look for some inspiration. So I remember a few years ago coming across this campaign by Agent Provocateur. No, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. Uh, It's my favorite lingerie uh, brand. Every time they launch a new line, they actually do a really cool campaign. Whoever runs their advertising and marketing department is extremely clever And uh, so a few years ago, they did a campaign called Play to Win. And it was them showcasing a group of female Olympic athletes in their lingerie. It's epic. If you haven't seen the clips of their campaign, I highly recommend that you look it up, Play to Win. And what they wanted to do was they really, they wanted to really hero or share or show the magnificence of these females in their sport and the body confidence that they have because they're in these strong, capable bodies and how when they wear something like Agent Provocateur, it can make you feel great and powerful and confident. I love this campaign because it puts together two ideas that often we don't think go together. And this is really kind of like the heart of my work is this whole idea of and, you know, we want to be strong and beautiful. We want to be powerful and graceful. We want you know, structure and novelty. And so seeing this campaign, you have these female athletes who are strong, who are heroes or masters in their sport. And then they're wearing this lingerie. So there's this element of femininity and sexuality, sensuality. Uh, And I love that, it's almost like opposing ideas that kind of conflict uh, to the eye or the ear, but also work so well together. It's a very powerful visual. So they really just wanted to capture their strength and beauty. Uh, And more importantly, what they really wanted to capture was the ownership of the sport that they've mastered. And they just happened to be showing their mastery in beautiful lingerie. (laughs) 
So their campaign was called Play to Win. So I'm taking this idea or this concept and there's actually uh, a guy, he's an artist called Austin Cleon and he's written a couple of really cool books. If you're a creative, uh, I highly recommend you checking out his work and he has a book called Steal Like an Artist and he talks about how there's no new ideas really. The ideas are out there, they're floating around, Uh, a lot of them have been done before But you want to steal it like an artist and you want to take this idea or concept and you want to make it your own. And so I'm I'm using Agent Provocateur's uh, campaign around play to win as a part of Warrior Queen 2.0. So what alongside of me listening uh, to a lot of my warriors and what they were saying and what I started to hear over the last four or five months and, you know, even in the last decade of my work, uh, really, is we want passion and desire and novelty and fun and playfulness in our lives. We have so much structure and organization and direction and responsibility, and we need both. You know, my dear friend Leela Lutz, when she presented at our end of year event last year, She was speaking about how we build a powerful relationship with food. One of the things that she spoke about was balancing the feminine and the masculine. So the masculine is that organization, uh, structure, direction, the planning, the preparing. And then the feminine is like the mother and that's the love and the fluidity being dynamic. Uh, And I really... I really liked that. Uh, I like that view. I like how she served it up and enrolled us into that because a lot of the time we can feel friction uh, towards one uh, more so than the other. And finding the balance, which I've spoken about before, can be quite hard. Balancing out, yes, we need structure, we need a plan, we need to be organized, but then we also need to be fluid and dynamic uh, and we need to be adaptable and flexible within that. So I've, I've been really listening to what a lot of women have been saying or what they're craving and a lot of the warriors for the past four or five months have been craving more play, more novelty, more fun not in just in their training, but in their lives. You know, we kind of grow up and we become adults and we become quite serious. And it's all about, you know, responsibility and doing our chores and our jobs and going to work and kind of it's very blah. Also, a few of my warriors that have been with me for a while, which I spoke about on a previous podcast episode on motivation, how some of them were really struggling with their motivation to train. Everything just felt a little blah and that's totally normal. We actually want that, as I said in that previous podcast episode. As long as then we take action to change change that, change that circumstance. We create a new plan or a new strategy. So pulling together... You know, this, these ideas of playing, of fun, of novelty, and then the campaign from Agent Provocateur 
And then this idea of wanting results, like we want to win. I love winning. I love winning games, <laughs> board games. I love winning. Actually, when I was home in no, in May, we were playing backyard soccer and my nephew is not a great team player. One of my nephews is not a great team player. And uh, it was me and my niece against Carson and my nephew. <laughs> and he was getting so upset and angry and he wasn't being a great team sport. So that made me play even harder, even though he's so much younger than me, because uh, I wanted to win. I was trying to teach him some lessons about uh, being a team player and great communication and, and all of this. Anyway, I like, to, I like to win things from backyard soccer with my young nieces and nephews to board games. I like to win at my training. I like to win at my business. I like to win at life. So then I started to think about this idea of, okay, we, we're, we, we want results, yeah, we, we want results. We want to get stronger. We want to change our body composition. We want more energy. We want more powerful relationships. Like we're, we're in the game of life. Do you remember playing that game? The board game. There's a board game called the game of life. And basically you play a game of life. Uh, also inside of Creator Club, we do a lot of stuff around world building. And world building comes from the gaming world and... Uh, and so John and Ruby talk a lot about um, making, building your world like a game, uh, gamifying it, I guess you could say. I'm also reading a book right now called Explore Create by Richard Garriott, which was recommended uh, by John to read. And it's about exploring and creating. <laughs> uh, it's an amazing book. If you are into uh, exploring, creating, if you're into storytelling, if you're into a bit of the gaming world, uh, I highly recommend the book. He's an amazing storyteller. Anyway, so I'm telling you, these are all pieces that I've been pulling together for the last four or five months to come up with the next Warrior Queen challenge. So I wanted to pull apart this idea of playing to win because I'm here to win. <laughs> I'm here to win life uh, and that's going to look different for me than it is for you. We all are playing a different game, but I guess what game do you want to play and what's your vision? What's your, uh, for my warriors, we talk a lot about creating our confidently ever after. What's our ever after? What's our vision? What do we want our life to be like? What do we want to achieve? What's our goals? So we got to get clear on that. Yeah, like why are we even playing? What are we playing for? What's the result? What's the outcome? What am I going to win? Uh, what do I want to win? So let's break it. Let's like pull it apart. So the first part is this idea of playing. And we can think about it from two different ways. So we're playing the game of life. Like we're playing life. We're in life. And we are playing it. <laughs> so how do we want to play? How do we want to play it? What moves do we want to make? Uh, 
And I looked up the definition. Of course, I looked up the definition. You know me. I love a good googs, a good definition looker upper. Uh, and here are some pieces that I pulled out when we're talking about play. Move lightly and quickly. Occupy or busy oneself. Amuse oneself. Engage in active exercise. Occupy oneself about. Vouch for. Take charge of. Take part in. I just pulled out my favorite ones. Uh, So when we're thinking of playing, we're thinking of playing the game of life (laughs) and then within we can look at it so let's look at our prongs and I'm going to focus on training so when we think about building a powerful relationship with training or playing in the training space what we really want to look at is okay how do we want to engage in that Uh, How do we want to occupy ourselves within training? How do we want to take part in it? Uh, How could we move lightly and quickly in it? How can we make actually training fun and playful? And how can it embody novelty? Then we've got the second part is to win. So win. Now, winning is to gain or succeed by conquering, obtaining, struggling. To labor, toil, struggle for, work at, strive, fight. Win. So to gain or succeed by conquering, obtaining, and struggling. So if we put them together... We've got this idea of playing to win. So we've got to be in the game, on the field. We've got to be playing to actually have a chance at winning. So how do we want to play? What are we, you know, how do we want to engage in our relationships? How do we want to engage in training? How can we balance this idea of structure, organization, a plan and bringing in playfulness and fun and novelty? What would that look like for you? If you think of your training and your relationship to training and maybe you're following a plan, you have the structure, do you have the novelty, the playfulness, the fun piece of that? How could you maybe bring that into your training more? Because that's going to help you play a more powerful game, a more powerful training game. And when you're playing a more powerful game, you're more likely to win. And then the second part is the winning part. So what does winning look like to you? What is the end game, the outcome, the result that you want? And I have a few questions for you to kind of help you put this idea together. So the first question is, what do results mean to you? The second question is, 
What does winning mean to you? The third question is, what does playing to win look like for you for the next four months? And the fourth question, what could stop you from achieving that? Should I read them again? I'll read them again. Number one, what do results mean to you? Number two, what does winning mean to you? Number three, what does playing to win look like for you for the next four months? Number four, what could stop you from achieving that? So with Warrior Queen, we're going to have this idea around play, fun, novelty, uh, being in the game, yeah, like engaging actively in the training game, occupying oneself in the training game. We're taking charge in the training game. We're going to play We're going to move lightly. We're going to move quickly. We're going to have this element of novelty and fun. Uh, And then we're going to get clear on how we want to play it. So with this Warrior Queen Challenge, I'm actually going to have three different levels. And so the warriors get to choose what level they want to play at. And at each level, there'll be different things that they need to do to play the game. Then the second part is, What's winning look like? How do we win the game? How do we win the training game? How do we win the energy game? How do we win the body composition game? What does winning look like, mean, feel like to you? Uh, How do you know when you've crossed that finish line? And how do you know if you've won or not? So we're also going to get clear on, okay, well, what What's, what's winning look like? What do we need to do to win Warrior Queen? To win for the next four months. So this will be, it's a group challenge, but they're all on their individualized programs. And what I'm going to do uh, over the next few weeks is we're going to set them up with their four-month plan where we're going to get really clear on, okay, how do they want to play for the next four months and then what's winning look like to them how do they want to win their game for the next four months so they can finish off the year further ahead in their game Uh, and that's really we all want to be further ahead in our game (laughs) we want to be winning Uh, we want to be playing and enjoying ourselves So the way that we're going to do it inside of Warrior School is to create this plan or this strategy for the next four months. And uh, that may look different for each woman and depending on where she is in her journey. I've got some women that are very new into Warrior School. uh, So their playing to win will look very different for those women that have been with me for, you know, a year and a half, two years, three years Uh, their game uh, or their playing to win will look quite different but it's a cool way to think about it you know what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing in your life right now what are you doing in your training in your health in your food Uh, and how could you play better 
how could you play more powerfully? How could you play in a way that uh, shortened the long way home? <laughs> uh, and then what's winning? Yeah, because winning for me is going to be different to what winning means to you. And it'll also depend on what you want to focus on. So for a lot of my warriors that have been with me for quite a while, they've built a really strong foundation. They've built a consistent training practice. This warrior queen is going to have a really big body composition focus. Uh, and so they're playing to win. Their winning will be a change in their body composition. Whereas some of the women that are uh, earlier on in their journey and don't have their foundation built yet, they're playing to win. Their win may be about their foundation or their consistency in their practice or their energy or one of their you know, other important biomarkers. But I invite you to think about the rest of the year. We've got four months left. And how are you playing the game? And how are you going to win that? So use those four questions and yeah, sweep up this idea, uh, maybe marinate in it. I always love to marinate in an idea uh, for a while just to see what I think about it, how I feel about it. But you'll be able to see this in action, uh, play out within Warrior Queen uh, it's going to start September 4th. And so I haven't finished putting the final touches on it yet, but you'll see this concept come to life and you'll be able to watch all of the warriors uh, playing their game and winning, which is very, very cool. Okay, that's it. I just wanted to share that idea uh, with you and... If you want, you let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me the answers to your questions. You can let me know what you think about this idea of playing to win. Uh, I'd love to hear from you or tag me in the podcast episode on the gram and maybe share with me your biggest takeaway. If this resonated, if you find it a helpful way to look at your training. It could also be any other area of your life. So I've been looking at uh, my business through this lens. How do I want to play in this, you know, in the business world? What does winning look like to me in my business? Also in my relationships, I've been thinking about it through this lens as well. How are, how are Carson and I playing to win? What does our game together look like? What are the rules? Uh, what are, you know, what kind of cards do we want to draw up? Where do we want to stop? Uh, what activities or challenges do we want to go through together? Like think of it as a board game, as a game that you're playing and you get to create that. Yeah, you get to create that in your life, in your relationship with training and your relationships. Uh, and what does winning look like for you? Uh, what does winning look like for Carson and I? It's, it's a really cool way to think about it. So for the rest of the year, I want, you to, I want you to play to win. There's nothing wrong with winning. Winning feels great. Uh, getting results feels great. Achieving what you want feels great. 
and you deserve that. You are the woman that deserves to have what she wants. You've just got to get clear on how you're going to play the game. And I will finish off by saying the game is way easier to play when you've got energy, you've got a plan or a strategy, and you have someone or a table of people to support you. Okay, Warrior Woman, it was lovely to spend this time with you. Play to win. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.